Hello, movie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Sisters, where I talk movies. I'll start with the basics, like who was in it, what it's about, and my review. Then after a short break, we'll go deeper and get into the spoilers. If you are surprised to see an episode go up today, then you have not been on my Instagram. Today is the beginning of our seven days of spook and scare. And I am so excited. Okay, so if you have not been on Instagram, seven days of spook and scare is exactly what it sounds like. We have seven days, two movies a day, one that's spooky and family friendly, and the second one that's scary and most likely not family friendly. And this is this is where we begin. We begin with haunted mansion and I am talking 2023 haunted mansion and I mm, cannot wait to tell you all about this movie so this movie can be found on Disney plus like I said it came out in 2023 this year it is categorized as a horror family comedy fantasy action and adventure the MPAA rating is PG-13 for thematic elements and scary action our director is Justin Simine, and our writer is Katie DePold. Our tagline for this movie is home is where the haunt is. You know it. Justin Simine has done Dear White People, both the movie and the show, as well as Bad Hair. Katie DePold has done the 2016 version of Ghostbusters, as well as Mad TV. And now our cast for this movie is amazing all-star cast right here we're starting off with Lakeith Stanfield who plays Ben you may have seen him in Atlanta and sorry to bother you and I love looking at him okay I want to see him in more movies and I was surprised that there wasn't more things for me to go and dig in and see him in and I hope that that changes like I hope in the next few years he got a lot more movies coming out then we move on to my girl Tiffany Haddish, who plays Harriet. You may have seen her in Girls Trip or Like a Boss. I love her. She is a comedian on top of just being awesome. We also have Owen Wilson, who plays Father Kent. You may have known him as Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow! From the Car series and Wedding Crashers. And I liked him in this movie. And you know, I don't like comedy like that and I don't like funny guys but he was real good in this movie I, I loved it. it he was perfect for his character we also have Danny DeVito who plays Bruce you may know him from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as well as Matilda Rosario Dawson plays Gabby and there's so many things that I can name but I'm only gonna name Rent and everything in the Defender series She's amazing. She has played so many different types of roles and I loved her in this movie as well. And then we have Chase D. Dill Chase W. Dillon, who plays Travis. And you have probably seen him in The Heart of They Fall and The Underground Railroad. Like I said, all-star cast right here. And if you haven't seen some of these people, just watch the movie. They're they're great. This is this will be their debut movie for you, and it'll it'll be a great place to start. Our production company, obviously, is Walt Disney Productions Pictures Studios, the Walt Disney Company. And I'm not gonna go through everything that they've done, but I'll tell you. 
They have done The Outsiders, Elemental, Alien, Saw 3. I wanted to kind of throw in a lot of genres here because they have had their hands in many places because there's one, two, three, four different production companies within one grand. So, yeah. Moving on to the movie description. In this frighteningly fun adventure inspired by the classic theme park attraction, a woman and her son enlist a motley crew of so-called spiritual experts to help them rid their home of supernatural squatters. Would I recommend this movie? Absolutely. This movie right here is actually why we're doing two episodes a day instead of one. I was going to do seven days of horror and just like watch all the scary movies I could find. But I watched this movie and I was like, oh, I have to review this. And I have to review this for the Halloween season because this movie right here is amazing. I've already seen it twice. I love I love every moment of this movie. It's great. Okay, so 100% would recommend. It is the right amount of spooky and goofy. And I just mm, love a good mix. The ending was perfect. Did I need more? No. Do I have any questions? No. It was good. And I want to say for everybody who is concerned about its relation to the previous Haunted Mansion, honestly, I don't know why they named them the same thing. It really bothered me because it almost seemed like they were trying to overwrite the original Haunted Mansion, but this has nothing to do with that. The storylines are completely different and there is only one character that is the same from that movie. This is based on the theme park attraction. I've never been there, but I heard it is amazing. And the house itself, like that is that like, I mean, it's not the house, but it is inspired by the house. So if you've seen the, if you've been on the, the ride, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I am wasting my time explaining it. But if you haven't, you should go look at, you should watch the movie and then look at pictures of the attraction and then you'll, you'll get it. I think I've said everything I needed to say without giving you spoilers. It's a great movie. It is totally family friendly and it's just fun as well as spooky. There were some moments where I was like, I was scared, okay? I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but like I said, the right amount of spooky and goofy, watch it with your family. It is definitely a movie that you should add to your Halloween lineup if you have one. I know I do. So I think this part is a wrap. All right, y'all. After this break, it's time for the after party, aka spoilers. Hope to see you there. Time for the spoilers. This is like the moment I have been waiting for. I have been telling people to like watch this movie and I don't really like to give my full like dive in spoiler review unless I've done the podcast already because I like to save all of these feels for the podcast. Oh, I've just been waiting for this moment. So let's start at the beginning. The flashback is so cute. But because we're looking at a flashback, I'm like, is she gone? Because we know how Disney likes to kill off the people that we love in the beginning. And sure enough, she this is like her moment in the movie. Like she, she's just not really in the rest of it. And it hurts my heart already. 
the first time I, I watched it, I thought he was doing ghost tours. And I was like, dude, you don't even believe in ghosts, but he's actually doing historical tours and he's doing her tours. And I'm like, what happened at your previous job? I know you were ridiculed for this camera, but did you leave? And I'm like, the guy is still so depressed. And I don't know how much time has passed between now and then, but my man is hurting. No wonder he took over his girl's job. It hurts my heart. And then we switch gears to mom and son, Gabby and Travis, and they're looking at their house, the house that they just bought. It is gorgeous. Why they get there at night? Who knows? That's just kind of what happens sometimes when you're moving into a new place. It's happened to me quite a few times. So they walk in and Travis is like really exploring. And I'm like, you go, kid. And he is noticing some freaky stuff going on. And he's like, mom, this place is haunted. We gots to go. And Gabby's like, nah, it's okay. We gonna light this vanilla candle. And then she sees this night and she's like, "Uh uh-uh, we out. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Don't hang out with these ghosts, dip. But I was also like, well, how does the movie continue if she never goes back to the house? I do want to say I did not watch any trailers for this movie because I was I was mad at the fact that because I thought it was like a remake. And so I didn't watch the trailer. I was just like, I'm going to just watch it so that I don't have any opinions about the movie going forward. Best way for me to watch it. So I had no idea how the movie was going to continue. So... You find out that the house doesn't let you go. Once you step foot in, you ain't getting out until the problems have been solved at the house. Gabby and Travis are staying at the house. Apparently the priest comes in. The priest obviously can't help because he's a fraud. Um, Then the priest goes to get Ben. And let me just say that Ben's hair is amazing in this movie. Um... I'm in love. Okay. Just mm, love it. Okay. So he goes to get Ben and Ben is like, I don't want any parts of this, but then he offers 10 grand and Ben is like, I'm all over it. Let's go. So they get to the house and one of my favorite parts, and it makes me laugh every time is his reaction to the bed and breakfast. He literally like shivers because the idea of a bed and breakfast is so disgusting to him because he doesn't want to talk to people. And I think that is hilarious because I've never seen anybody react like that, but it is so real. So then he's going through the house and he's making these fake camera sounds and he's doodling in his notepad. And I'm like, dude, like, what is your deal? You can't even like take one picture. Like you can't take a couple pictures and be like, oh, there's nothing there. No, you're just, you're faking with the camera. And then when he actually takes the picture with the camera, once he's home, you're like, oh my goodness. Like, it is so obvious that you took a picture here. And I was so mad at him. I was like, I am not even mad at the fact that you had to, that you got haunted when you left because you were such a jerk when you left. And they called him out on it when he came back. But the camera is really cool and it seems almost magical with the stuff that comes out of it. I really love that touch. I do love when they, when he's like in the house taking his fake pictures and they're trying to jump over this intersection where they normally get caught in the crossfire. 
because of the karma movement. If you didn't notice it, please go back and watch it. But it's almost like watching The Office when the camera kind of moves with the characters. And I thought it was so funny because it makes it funnier than it is. And yeah, it was, it was just a gem. So then the ghost that latches on to Ben is the the guy who wants to be in the ocean, in the sea. And my man just wants to sit and watch Delia's catch. And I think that's hilarious because I'm pretty sure there's no TVs in the in the mansion because, you know, it's old and nobody lives there. And Gabby and Travis can't even get used to it there because, you know, they're being haunted and, you know, shot at as they're walking down the halls. Yeah, my man's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just sit here and watch Delia's catch. And Ben is like, absolutely not getting freaked out, leaves the house. And then his neighbor tries to talk to him. And he's straight up like, nah, man, I would much rather deal with this ghost than deal with my neighbor. And once again, that is so real. (laughs) But he was, you know, he's obviously terrified of this ghost because he doesn't know what's going on. But he's like, I know exactly what's going to happen with my neighbor. And I do not want to have a conversation with him. But this scene, there are several scenes in this movie that are just done really, really well. And I love to the water in this scene. It's like he opens the door and like the water is moving in his house and it just looks so real, even though you know that it's not. And then it like comes out of the house and like knocks him in the street. And it's like the house totally. Well, I guess the the ghost totally hasn't thinking that he is crazy and hallucinating and he has to be because he stands up and like all the water's gone. It's not like he's wet or anything. He is just completely freaked out. And he goes back to the mansion and is mad at them for not telling him. I'm just like, yeah, you can't be mad. You took the money and you were such a jerk. Don't be a jerk. That That is the moral of the story. I also do want to say that I recognize that the priest was a con artist from the get. Besides the fact that Owen Wilson was playing a priest, I'm like, your back hurts because of all the feet you cleaned in Calcutta. Like, give me a break. And everybody just let it go. Because at this point, what difference does it make anyway? You're stuck with everybody else. So you might as well embrace your role, Father Kent. And then... Harriet steps on the scene. She is our medium. And I love Tiffany Haddish in this role because sometimes I couldn't tell if she was joking or being serious. Like she like really embodied her character. I uh, loved it. And then when she came back, she scolded and lectured the priest. And I was like, yeah, girl, you tell him because why didn't they tell her that? I'm like, why didn't they tell anybody that once you step foot in the house, you cannot leave? Because once when they went to go get Bruce, well, they didn't go get him. When they went to go get information from him, they told him that he can't come in the house but they didn't explain why. So that is naturally why he came in the house. You know, it all worked out, so I ain't too mad. But like, why y'all couldn't just say, you step foot in the house, the ghost won't leave you. You don't think they'll believe you? You should give them the chance. So the seance room is so cool because the idea of like turning this, this, 
spout and oil just flowing and then you lighting that and it lights up the whole room because the oil is flowing throughout the room is so cool i I'm not sure that is the best thing to do going forward. You know, it probably works great in this house, but anywhere else would probably not be ideal. But I loved it. It was a really great touch. And once again, Father Kent is coming out. He is praying before they um, try to communicate with the dead. And he starts out his prayer like... God, give us a break. And I'm like, I mean, valid. And then he says, there are so many bad people in the world. Haunt them instead. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not something I think someone in your role should be saying. And the kid is even like, is this guy for real? Like, are we we really doing this? Yes. Yes, we're really doing this because he can't leave Travis. You know, this this movie is just oh, it's such a gem because there are just so many good scenes in here. And I would really like to hear your thoughts and opinions about it. I would really like to talk about it because I really enjoyed every aspect of this movie. And so let's let's continue. So Bruce gets to the house and gets kicked out. And then, because they've already talked to Bruce and dealt with all of that, Bruce gets there, the house kicks him out. Everybody finally gets to a point where they are relaxed. And Ben is being told by Harriet that Alyssa, Ben's wife, is not there. And it's a good thing she's not there because that means she's at base and she's moved on. And then, of course, in his dreams, the psycho ghost comes and is like, hey, I have Alyssa. You want to come see her? (laughs) Follow me. And I'm like, yo, dude, you like she just told you it is okay. She is not there. But this is the type of situation where I can't even be mad because it's like, hello, you have the person that you you love, like your your whole world was destroyed when she was when she was gone when she was taken from you and now you have the opportunity to see her to talk to her again and it really hurt my heart that he didn't have that opportunity but I think if he did he really would have just you know he would have let the world crumble for her and I would not have been mad at it so then they wake him up so he doesn't get caught up in that and Bruce is running around and driving me crazy because this man got a heart condition and he is moving faster than anybody else and it is making me very uneasy it is literally giving me anxiety and yeah and I'm like dude what I need you to calm down like I get it this is some serious stuff but you need to calm down and then he need you know he talks about how they need to go get Madame Leota who is the character from the previous Haunted Mansion and I'm excited again. I'm like, yeah, bring Madame Leota. I loved her in the first one. And so Ben goes and gets her. Ben's screams in this movie are perfect, by the way. Love them. So then they get Madame Leota. And then you realize Madame Leota is not the OG Madame Leota. And I am mad about it, okay? I am mad about it because it doesn't look like Jamie Lee Curtis. 
except for when they do the flashback. Uh, I have no idea if it's the makeup or something, but it does not look like her at all. But also, I really liked the original Madame Leota because I really liked her voice. And I'm just really sad that they replaced her. And so I was I was not pleased with Madame Leota's change. Um, also, she didn't even have green hair. And I'm pretty sure in the first one, in the original, she had green hair or the ball was green or something like that. I just felt like if you were going to have this linking factor in between both of them, then uh, maybe we should have used the same character. But I'm going to keep going. So the ghosts are terribly rude because they are jacking up breakfast. Like Gabby is out here cooking and trying to feed all these people who are in her house now. And the ghosts are literally breaking her eggs and making her at extra seasoning and she already worried about her son so why why we got to do this to her let me tell you we don't have to they just like messing around and it's so funny because the ghosts are afraid of crump but at the same time it's like they have nothing better to do than to harass everybody there because at the end of the movie they didn't want to leave so I'm just like, so you guys are just messing with them just because we could have all worked together in the beginning and got this over with, kick Crump out. But no, y'all want to jack up my eggs instead. Once again, I'm not too mad because the movie was really good. So then we get to the cool part where Ben has an out of body experience and Ben is getting to see how lively that ghost side of the house is. And it is lit, let me tell you. And honestly, the the scenes I hate the most, the, the things that can ruin a movie for me is when someone possesses someone else. And I don't even want to use the word possession because I don't want y'all to think I'm talking exorcism. I am talking um, switch bodies, um, like Freaky Friday hated that movie because I hated the idea of them being in different bodies and like people not knowing like that just I hate it okay so this happened for a split second in this scene and this ghost got into Ben's body but everybody knew it wasn't him because he was talking old (laughs) and they were like you were definitely not Ben and they kicked him right out and I was like yes this is not a part of the movie that I'm gonna have to fast forward through it shows up again with Bruce and it's so funny because with the Bruce scene it's really subtle except at the part where he mentions happy hour because happy hour is something Bruce is very familiar with but when Father Ken mentions happy hour, Bruce is like, what is happy hour? Like seeming like really excited about the idea of the concept of happy hour. And that's how, you know, some name right. And I love that they were able to figure that out. But I love that it didn't focus so much on that. It's like you knew they were just trying to get to a point. And... 
Yeah, that was great. And what I really liked about that scene was that Father Kent was ashamed of Ben for fighting an elderly educator when he was just taking, he was just trying to steal the um the plans for the mansion. But at this scene, Kent is literally fighting him, beating him up, trying to keep this hat, and he lost it anyway. So... Yeah, I just, I thought that was funny. I also really liked the scene where they um, have to go to the forensic artist to get the drawing of Crump. And I'm like, this is so funny because even though this is a real person, the image of his skeleton or whatever just doesn't, just don't look great. (laughs) Okay, like it, it makes him look really crazy. And they got a forensic artist to do that. And I'm like, there's, that is no way they would do that for you. They would probably think you were joking. But I mean, Ben and Bruce looked very serious when they were trying to get this drawing done. So maybe, you know, they were just trying to get them out of the police station. Uh, Crump's life is sad. The fact that he became this creepy ghost that haunts other ghosts because of his terrible childhood just makes you realize how your childhood impacts your life. And it's like, this one is pretty obvious. Like his dad was just a horrible person to him. But I mean, little things can make you turn into this as well. And that is like a like a moment where you need to kind of like step back and be like, wow, like look at how that impacted him. And you know, sometimes it doesn't take that kind of attitude to impact somebody like that who would want to make everybody else's life terrible because they felt terrible because life is a matter of perception. All right. Don't forget that. The house moving around is super cool in this movie. I love I'm saying this a lot because I love everything, but I really like when things are moving around, things are shifting, like when the the hallway stretched and flipped and turned. And I'm just like, this is so freaking cool. It is like an obstacle course. And it makes me wonder what the ride is like, because do things move around like that? Somebody please let me know, because now I want to go. I would go to Disney just for this ride if it's anything like this movie. And then, I mean, the movie was inspired by the ride. So I'm thinking they they should be pretty similar. But yeah, I love that. And poor Travis, I did not even realize that his dad was dead. I thought that they were just talking on the phone. But sure enough, they leave Travis in the car for what reason? I don't know, because Travis has been a part of this process since before Ben and Father Kent was and they left him in the car and told him to wait until everything was over and so Travis is like well I'm gonna talk to my dad and Ben's like yeah man that's a good idea not realizing that Travis's dad dad is gone and Travis is about to just go about to roll with his dad and Travis has to pull him out of it. And how crazy is that? Like you are caught between your dad and technically this stranger. How he was smart enough to choose Ben. I don't know. I don't know. I may have been weak. It is really hard (laughs) 
for me because I love my parents. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm so proud of him and I do want to say like, y'all know how much I don't like kids in, in certain movies. And I thought he was going to be really annoying, but this kid really, it was just like an adult there. Like at no point was I like, you know, oh my God, we have to deal with this kid. Like he was doing everything and like they had no problem utilizing him. Like when he had to go and get the hat from like the crawl space in the basement or whatever, they were like, yeah, man, you got to go. You're the only one that can fit. And he was like, I'm a kid. And they're like, yeah, but you're the only one that can go. Like they didn't feel bad at all. And I'm like, yes, he's been a part of this the whole time. You might as well make him do stuff. And then they left him in the car. So that was wild. And then at the end is when Father Kent wants to come out as a con. And we're like, dude, it's too late. (laughs) You're in this. So you better get it together. And of course, as he's getting it together, he is still playing into his priestly role. Talking to the ghost, talking about some the power of Kent compels you. Dude, have you ever been in a church? Obviously, Father Kent was one of my favorite characters because he was so just dumb (laughs) like such a con artist and just had to roll with it and I I love it I thought it was so funny all in all the movie was great Ben got to be action guy in the end and tell them to say it again when (laughs) they were reading the banishment spell and the love story in this one really have my heart hurt and had it hurt him more so than the original. And I love watching movies that are based in Louisiana because if this is what Louisiana is like, I have to go. The vibes, the swagger, the house feel, it just seems amazing there. So obviously if you can tell i really 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 enjoyed this movie i would love to hear your thoughts as well talk to me about it let me know what you liked what you didn't like honestly i don't think there's one part of this movie that i didn't like i enjoyed it so much and yeah it is a part of my halloween lineup so i will be watching it again on the 31st with my family but i hope that you guys enjoyed this review let me know your thoughts let me know what's a part of your lineup and i will talk to you guys later today thank you for listening today i would love to hear your thoughts about the movie so look for me on twitter instagram and threads at chatty sisters and if you enjoyed today's podcast share it and leave a review now you know what i'm gonna say If you don't believe me, then watch it. And if you don't agree, then comment.